Greetings, my friend. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, the life of your family, in the lives of your friends, and in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. All right, are we ready? Let's get let's just get started here. We're in episode number 58. Number 58, 58, and it's titled Open You the Windows of Heaven. And it's found in the book of Malachi. It's the last book of the Old Testament, chapter 3, verse 10. And it says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. God bless you, my friends. So this is the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven. My name is Preacher John. I'm recording this from Boulder, Colorado. One of our tools, I guess you could say, that we use for our church. Our church is Gospel Evangelist Church. It's a new missionary church we're building here in Colorado and in the state of Colorado. It's in the, I'm sorry, it's in the state of Colorado, in the city of Boulder. <laughs> sorry about that. I, uh, I'll just leave you another note on this show that I don't re- edit out anything that I say on these shows because sometimes I think that if the show sounded absolutely perfect. In other words, if I edit out all my little blurps here and there and just made it sound so absolutely pristinely perfect, then maybe someone else would say, you know, I just can't do that. So they don't ever do it because they may not feel like they're a polished person. It's, I know it sounds like but people do it anyways. <laughs> I understand that people edit their shows all the time. But what I see is that if I can set the example of being a weak vessel, then there are other people that don't feel like they meet up to the needs of doing the works of the ministry. But the Bible says that God will use the weak. And if you allow yourself to be vulnerable <laughs> vulnerable, <laughs> and uh, show some of your weaknesses, it helps other people, believe it or not. It really does. And uh, so that's why I leave a lot of the stuff on this show. Today is, I'm actually recording this on Monday rather than Sunday. It has been very, very, very busy in the ministry, and I'm several days behind in all my administration for our church. I still, at this point in the church growth, I'm still the uh, the one who's wearing all the different hats. Uh, but more and more people are coming every day. But that doesn't, it, even with the more people, creates more work. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited. And I'm excited to be on this show. It's called Open You the Windows of Heaven. 
And that is the title to our Sunday prayer letter that we use in our church throughout the week, beginning Sunday then going through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and for those who minister on Saturday. Then Sunday, we have a brand new letter with a new scripture, a new message throughout the week. So each week has its own message. And uh, we work with the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost gives us this message. It creates a one accord. We're all standing on the same scriptures for that week. And we minister from that standpoint, and we allow the Holy Ghost to move through our ministry and do whatever the Spirit wants to do. And Sunday was no different. We had many, many people preaching the gospel and uh, being available for prayer. It was really a busy time on Sunday. That's the third Sunday in a row that I've had such a huge crowd. Uh, normally on Sundays, it's just me and a couple other guys. <laughs> but these last three Sundays, it's been very busy. And we use the Sunday prayer letter for our ministry on Sunday. And you'll also notice when you go to my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash in my name, John, J-O-H-N, and then the last name, C-H-O-Q-U-E, John Shuck. Uh, or you can just Google, uh, do an internet search for a Boulder Street Preacher or Street Preacher in Boulder, something like that, and I'll probably come up somewhere in a long list of uh, things. <laughs> That's how a lot of people find me. And so we use the Sunday Prayer Letter as our script. So I'll just start right at the top of our letter, and it says, Open you the windows of heaven, and I'll read the verse one more time, Malachi 3.10. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that shall not be room enough to receive it. And I start the letter off. When you join my email list, I do personalize all the letters. So I write it just to you using your name. And that I, I like that when people put their names, you know, my own name, my name in the email. And so that's what I do. I put every single person's first name in the letter. So, but this is a generic letter. It's on the website. It's on the podcast. And I just say, greetings, friend. I pray the Lord opens you the windows of heaven over your life. By studying the pure word of truth, you may gain an understanding of the Godhead that moves you toward the full assurance of salvation. God bless you, my friend. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we look to you for our provision, our life, our joy, our assurance of our salvation. Through your only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, we have salvation because we believe on his name. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you have poured out to us. And by the Holy Ghost and his understanding, we are able to grow and mature in grace and mercy and truth. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for teaching us all the things that the Lord Jesus taught while he walked among us. We so very much love you, Lord, and are so full of thanksgiving that we lay our life down for you and before you. To your service. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. This prayer is one that could, you know, be a tiny bit difficult to grasp. Why? Well, I think it's because of praying to the Godhead. Some may not grasp who the Godhead is. <clears throat> In fact, 
As I minister on the streets of my city here in Boulder, I hear often that some know very little about the Godhead. This is where I get a little frustrated at the church shepherds and why they seem to not teach all the counsel of God. Maybe they do, and those whom I converse with might not fully understand as of yet. God is a good, God is good, and revealing more of who He is. As time goes on, believers continue to seek His face. Praise and glory to Almighty God. Amen. Let me just take a quick side note here. When I go through my letter, a lot of times I add things that are not in the letter, and I suppose that's one of the benefits of doing a podcast because I don't have a uh, time constraint. I can go as long as I want, actually. However, I do use the script to stay on on topic and on script. But uh, if you are trying to read the Sunday prayer letter and listen to me at the same time, uh, you may get a little uh, confused because I get off topic or get off the letter and to a little side note, and uh, then I come back to the letter. Uh, so it's best to just either listen and then go read the letter or read the letter and then come back and listen. You know, something like that, I guess. <laughs> All right. So our previous Sunday prayer letter was titled, and is titled, All Nations Shall Call You Blessed. And what a great title that is. We discussed 12 key scriptures that were prophetic and, as I could see, pertain to our life today. If you haven't read it or even listened to the podcast episode of the same title, it may prove fruitful to you. Amen. And now, this Sunday prayer little will again be a little different than others past. This letter's title is Open You the Windows of Heaven. And if that doesn't say a mouthful, it does. I'm not sure what would. This letter is to be written about the word window. W-I-N-D-O-W, window. I struggled for well over an hour about this topic of window. But as I prevailed in the Spirit, I could see more of why the, this word, window, is key to unlocking our future with our ministries and with our missionary church that we are building. So let's begin with our beginning scripture, which is from the last week's letter, Malachi 3.10. And I read from the King James Bible, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. I really don't want to talk about the obvious in this scripture, which is tithes. What the Holy Ghost wants me to write on is the words, Open you the windows of heaven which, of course, is the title of our letter today. <clears throat> Let's first define the word window, W-I-N-D-O-W. We'll use Webster's 1828 Dictionary for our definition. And in my letter, I just copied and pasted a small portion in the letter. I think on this show, I'll just read a couple pieces of the, of the definition because the definition is quite long. But window 
it comes from the vulgar pronunciation of Windor as if from the Welsh of Gwindor or Wind Door. It's the door for wind to come through. Number one, it's an opening in the wall of a building for the admission of light and of air when necessary. This opening has a frame on the sides in which are set movable sashes containing panes of glass. In the United States, the sashes are made to rise and fall for the admission or exclusion of air. In France, windows are shut with frames or sashes that open and shut vertically like the leaves of a folding door. (laughs) Interesting. Number two, it's an aperture or opening. Genesis 6, it says, A window shall thou make to the ark. And I think I'll stop right there, and I'll just scroll down. And if you want to know, see the rest of the definition, you can go to my website and, and uh, our church's website and see our Sunday prayer letter for April 25th, Sunday, April 25th. This definition alone could truly open windows of thought that may produce an abundance of knowledge of the word of truth. There is actually more here than what we will be covering in this letter. I was going to take just the first two points, but it seemed just best to leave all six points intact. Uh, There really is a lot there. The six points were in the Webster's Dictionary. As you can see in Webster's 1828, Daniel Webster uses Scripture to aid in the definition of words. We use this certain dictionary due to its usage of the King James Bible for its word definitions and clarifications. So, window. In the KJV, the King James Version, there are windows and there are doors. These two elements are both physical and spiritual. Physical because we can see the windows. Spiritual, because we cannot see the windows. Windows are to be opened by a catalyst. We need something that makes the window open. Windows don't open by themselves. God opens windows. Man opens windows. Man, in the King James, is male and female, making up mankind on earth. Windows are openings that allow something to come through them. Yes, I do realize this is a bit out of the normal way that I write these letters. But let's just hang on and see what happens. I may be writing or a lot without the scriptures, but hopefully I'll be shown what scriptures to use. I'm going to take a side note here just for a minute because I'm kind of smiling and chuckling to myself because I'm looking at the letter right in front of me. I have two computers in front of me, one to my right, one to my left. The one in front of me uh, is the one with the script on it. The one to my right has my podcast recording software that I upload to my hosting service for the podcast. And right after I wrote, we'll see what happens Immediately, the Holy Ghost had me go to the scripture, the book, the book, the Bible, and picked out all these verses. I go, wow, right away, I got all these verses. I thought I would be writing on nothing uh, but just speaking in this letter, but the Holy Ghost had something else planned. And another note is that 
I'm writing on windows because that's what I was led to write on. And I thought, why just, I mean, that's what I pushed back on the Holy Spirit for almost an hour because I just thought that seems so new age, so metaphysical. But the Holy Ghost kept reassuring me that this is what he wanted me to speak on. And I tell you, folks, Sunday's message, the sermons, I preached four sermons on Sunday, and those four sermons were just so amazing. I, I listened. I wish I could have recorded them. It was really uh, interesting to hear what the Spirit of God was saying through me. Uh, remember, I am nobody. I, I'm just I'm just only, I'm only a servant of God. I'm not anybody. I'm a, I'm a retired truck driver, 67 years old, lived on the highway for 40 years, four, 3 million miles, but I've always been preaching Jesus Christ on the streets and obviously in churches too. So I, I just, I don't consider myself of any value, okay, other than what Jesus uses me for. So we'll go back to our prayer letter. I have nine scriptures here. Number one, Genesis 6, 16. And I'll read all these scriptures to you. A window shalt thou make to the ark, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above, and the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof. With lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. Number two, Genesis seven eleven. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. Gen- uh, number three, Genesis 8, 2, the fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from heaven was restrained. Number four, Genesis 8, 6. And it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he made. Number five, <clears throat> Joshua two fifteen. Then shall Then she let them down by a cord, through the window, for her house was upon the town hall, and she dwelt upon the wall. Number six, Psalm seventy-eight, twenty-three to 24. Though he had commanded the clouds from above, and opened the doors of heaven, and had rained down manna upon them to eat, and had given them of the corn of heaven. Number seven. Isaiah 24, 18. And it shall come to pass that he who fleeth from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. And he that cometh up out of the midst of the pit shall be taken in the snare. For the windows from on high are open and the foundations of the earth do shake. And again, a Amalek... Uh, Number eight, Malachi 3.10 again. <clears throat> Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, 
that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And the last verse, number 9, Acts chapter 20, verses 9 through 12. And there sat in a window a certain young man named Ecutus, sorry, (laughs) being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sank into down with the sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him and embracing him said, Trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. When he therefore was come up again, he had broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till daybreak of day, a break of day. So he departed, and they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted. Man. Those are four, those are only nine verses. I mean a little side note here. Those are only nine verses I put into the letter. But there are a couple dozen more, I think, that talked about windows and doors. I'm not talking about doors too much in this letter, but windows. So that's just nine that the Holy Spirit showed me to put in this letter, okay? It's just there's more to it than those those few. Nine. And the reason, I'm going back to my letter here, the reason why I wrote all these verses is to prompt you to go and look up each of these scriptures and read the context of each one. Yes, I know this seems like a lot of work. However, studying God's Word is not only work, it is also a joy and will open windows of blessings in your life. Plus, you have an entire week to do this. And I also accept that you that many will not take the time to open their Bible for this exercise, and that's just fine. Okay? So don't allow the enemy to put you down. Just keep moving in the Lord Jesus Christ. As you go through these peculiar nine points of Scripture, possibly the Holy Ghost will show you the importance of the keys of the kingdom. What? <laughs> Where did that come from? I'm sort of laughing to myself even. I laugh now as I read this because this is sometimes is how the Holy Ghost moves. He brings up things that seem like they have no bearing on the current topic. But alas, they always do. Remember that I said something has to happen for a window to open. Some catalyst, some action, something occurs That opens the window. And of course, this action also opens the door. Windows and doors can be opened by something good and by something evil. This is where much spiritual understanding is needed. This is also gained by studying the word of truth by the Holy Ghost. If you don't partake of the spirit of truth then there will be a great understanding that you won't be able to see. Eyes to see comes by the Holy Ghost. Ears to hear comes by the Holy Ghost. Heart to understand by and from the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I'm not here to teach on windows and doors. I'm here to bring to your attention That is, if you are interested, the fact that there are windows 
and doors. I didn't list any of the scriptures pertaining to doors in this letter, although I'm thinking about it, I did put one in there, but uh, it must have pertained to something else. Maybe another one I will write up a list of scriptures that pertain to doors, and I'll talk on that. We'll see what happens. When, you know, one of the great benefits of being a minister is that the Holy Ghost will point the minister in a direction that appears uninhabitable. Then as the minister moves onward in that certain direction, faith comes and the Holy Ghost opens windows and doors that can either be a place to receive and or a place to give. And here we are concerning giving and receiving. The key scripture that will unlock the windows of heaven in your life begin in Malachi. Malachi 3, verses 10. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith. Saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Amen. I'm going to stop here in the letter, and I'm going to talk briefly about why tithes are referenced and not offerings in Malachi 3.10. As you noticed in Malachi 3.10, he didn't bring in the word offerings. But the verse, verses above that talks about offerings. I think that's interesting. Tithes refer directly to what you can give. Offerings are and could be something that pertains to covering of sins. We know that Jesus Christ finished the law of righteousness in reference to offerings given for sin. We don't give sin offerings in the New Testament. However, we do give tithes in the New Testament. Jesus Christ is our offering for sin. We receive Jesus Christ to be saved and receive eternal life. No more sin offerings or crucifying of Christ is allowed. This is done in some churches and puts a very, very bad light on the other churches of God. Be very alert to this wrong doctrine. As time goes on, this will be even more difficult to see, but will still be there, just darkened. Stay awake. Our first fruits are our tithes for the work of the ministry, also for the giving to the poor, for the ministry of needs to people who are suffering, and also for the needs of God's people. Without tithes and free will offerings, there would be no meat in God's house. One of the ways to determine where you plan to give, be given your tithes and your free will offerings is actually and truly one of God's houses. Be mindful of the first sign that follows the believer, as referenced in Mark 16, verse 15 through 20 in the King James. Uh, Mark 16, 15 says, And he said to them, Jesus is he, said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. Mark 16, 16, the very next verse. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. So therefore, the preaching of the gospel 
and people being born again is a key indicator. Uh, if a ministry is doing these two things, and of course all the other things that Jesus said to do in regards to ministry, then this ministry is what the Word calls good ground. And that good ground uh, will produce abundance. <laughs> Amen? But be very alert to giving to ministries that, you know, that are always asking you to give, which is usually to give to their own needs and not the needs of the people. There are ministries that don't, don't um, I hate to say this, but don't follow the Word of God. Uh, they follow after their own desires, and I, I'm so sad about that. But So uh, if you look to see if the ministry is winning souls along with whatever else they are doing, then that ministry is probably a God-ordained ministry and worthy of your giving and will produce a receivable reward. Always be led by the Spirit of God. So let's pray again. Lord Jesus, thank you for showing us the way and the method of giving. As you did in your own ministry while you were here with us, you gave continuously throughout your time of ministry and your apostles and disciples continued as you showed and demonstrated. Your word even says, then when we give, we will receive, as per Luke 6, 38. We are so thankful to you, Jesus, to know you, Jesus, how horrible it would be to deny you. We love you, Jesus, and in your name we do pray. Amen. My letter is signed with great respect for Jesus. And I put my initials, J.C., as my signature. And below my initials, I have three scriptures. Psalm 40, verse 4. Blessed is he, no, blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Psalm 119, verse 6. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. Psalm 119, verse 15. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, April 24th, 2021 at 531 p.m. from Boulder, Colorado. It's written by John Shuck street preacher, church builder, founding pastor, and missionary. God bless you, my dear friends. In your name, Jesus, we pray.